who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And rage on. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. I'm Chantel. Oh, I'm Kate. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. What are you reading? What's new? We just talked the oh, other day, but whoa, that's okay. Whoa. We talked literally on Thursday. Friday. And Friday. Well, and Friday, but the like beginning where we talked about the mm-hmm. books was on Thursday. And today's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Even though this will be two Thursdays from now because Chantel's going to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm going on my honeymoon. You honeymoon. So I literally not I'm still reading um Will My Cat Eat My Eyeballs or whatever it's called. Nice. Cause it's I haven't good... had time to do anything. Oh. Right. Cause we've been like reading power reading. Yeah, we've been power through powering through this. Book. Yeah. Are you reading something different? Yes. What? I am. I, I finished, finished none of the book. It was literally, it was so good. Um, I don't think, I think I, I rated it a five star, but it's like more like a four and a half, but like, mm-hmm. I wanted mm-hmm. to give it cause I just, I kept reading like late into the night. It was a page turner. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to know how things resolved for this young woman yeah and it was just really easy to read too but it was a good it was what an was interesting it um none of the above and who's the author um i uh, i w gregorio yeah i'm gonna read good, it because when you said five one. little indians was good and then i read it it was really good so i'm taking it taking your it, reco it's not in as profound as that we'll say that, but it, it is an interesting perspective to read from and makes you think about like your life, I guess. Is it kind of along the lines, not in terms of like subject matter or anything, but remember um, female of the species? No, it's not like that. No. 
but like you know how it was just like a page turner and it wasn't like really oh yeah or anything but it was just yes. like easy like good to read and whatever yes it was just easy to consume and it was yeah. it had I guess difficult subject matter for the person going through it but like it wasn't so heart wrenching that you were uncomfortable or anything reading it it was just like I want to see how this woman moves past this and resolves this with herself and comes to terms with her diagnosis and and that kind of thing it's just yeah easy read that had an interesting subject matter but not so hard and hard hitting as like say five little Indians or like my dark Vanessa or anything like that it's just (laughs) yeah yeah um so what are you reading now um I literally I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to read while I'm away and on plane rides and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I'm lo- mm-hmm. loading up my Kobo, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. what to put on there. I'm going to have to look through that little special link you sent me. Why don't and you then, just put them all on your Kobo? And then you I guess I could, I guess, That's but you I know, do. you know me. And do you like put them on and take them off when you're done with them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and you sent me a Dropbox link and everything's like in alphabetical order. And I have this compulsion to want to read it from the beginning. No, so like, I'm no, 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 <laughs> not allowed. Some- Just put them all on your Kobo and then <laughs> read them when you want at your leisure. What if you're in Hawaii and you've got two books and one of them really, really sucks and you want to abandon it? And you're I like, damn, know. I wish that I had one, literally 100 of the other books that I could read, I but I only brought two when my Kobo can actually hold like 500. I guess whatever. Okay. What's the point of having an ebook if you're not going to load her up? It you're seems crazy. overwhelming. <laughs> it seems you're... overwhelming to me. Oh my God. How do you go to a bookstore? It's overwhelming and I do usually don't end up coming out with anything. <laughs> oh my goodness, girlfriend. I'm, You're crazy. I'm a weirdo. You're I know. Crazy. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for you. One thing that you know you can read is the rose code. <laughs> that is true, because we'll be reading it next month. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh precisely okay right. should we then yeah let's talk about these book okay 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 we're reading okay, so okay. we're reading from this is week four and we're reading from chapters 42 to the end just finish it up dang what an ending uh, i think i, I might what i think i might be like divided on it are you thinking like lackluster ending <laughs> or are you excited um, by the end no I'm not excited I mm. it, it didn't feel like shocking or anything mm-hmm. like that I was actually really hoping that Scott's dad had something to do with yeah this. yeah I think I would have really liked that just because it would have mm-hmm. been like the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree sort of thing and I think I would yes that. Um, yes Anyway, we can get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Yeah, yeah. You want to start us off? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm just looking at where we left off last week. Last week we um, left off where. Um, oh yeah. Oh yes, it yeah. was. We met Vince Knox. Mm-hmm. And he got yeah. paid. Oh shoot! I'm not even on the right page. I was about to start talking about something that happened like two page two like chapters in. My bad. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> We're starting with um, Hannah's. Yes, letter. Hannah's letter. Yes. So. So Hannah's starting to open up a little bit about herself, mm-hmm. um, which we hadn't gotten and yet. no, exactly. It's always just been like retellings of little stories and memories that she's had. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that she has, um, some commitment issues and she's strug- she has struggled with like substances, prescription medication and alcohol, mm-hmm. um, people, like tell her that she has um a lot to live up to and like she hasn't reached her full potential essentially mm-hmm. um because she received a full scholarship to an art school in Paris um so she's obviously a very talented artist and mm-hmm. um she knows herself like so she is self-aware like we did mention Mm -hmm. this at the beginning um that she knows she runs away from success and um she's just like plagued by the guilt um oh I've got a whiny pup (laughs) oh my goodness Bran oh man you'd think she never Uh, has gotten attention in her life oh my gosh right (laughs) um all our bags are out so she thinks something's happening but nothing's happening oh no she knows she knows um anyways sorry so she's plagued by guilt um and she's like kind of making the realization that she's a grown woman but jenny is like eternally a teenager mm-hmm. um and like she she'll never have her life exactly yeah. and she'll never have any of the opportunities that hannah 
has had mm-hmm. or will have. She goes into a memory like she had been. Um, it's mm-hmm. oh, a part where they're at the movies and um, she's oh, being so called, sad. I know, awful, awful names. Um, people are even throwing popcorn at them and they're essentially like fed up with it and forced to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, they get home and Jenny comes out of the bathroom and her hair is chopped off because, um, and she's chopped her own hair off and that's because somebody had stuck gum in her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from then on, she like really took a like turn inward. She mm-hmm. like really just retreated inside of herself. Um, and then also the social worker came back this time with a nurse Mm-hmm. and um which I don't really think has any relevance no I don't, I don't think so either from. other than the fact that I think Hannah was like told to like go outside and yeah. meet Jenny or something yeah yeah because then they're walking home and Hannah like was up ahead um I feel like she's kind of like trying to piece it together in like a little 10 year old, 11 year old kid's mind, what's going on. But like, at the same time, she's probably like, where's the sister I used to know. She's like, I'm fed up with her not being interested in me. So she's like up ahead, not mm-hmm. like walking with Jenny. And well, she was also she, like kicking something like, she yeah, was just like being a kid. And doing exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Um, she doesn't hear her anymore. And so she turn, turns or stops and waits for her, calls for her, then starts walking back and she finds the grocery bags in the long grass, um, but no Jenny. And she is pretty resourceful though. Like she thinks to climb a hill and she sees the pickup truck. So then she follows Ugh. and yeah, this part is awful um she can see that there's like guy those guys from the pickup truck are on top of her and um the others are watching um she runs to help hannah that is and someone grabs her and that's where that Mm -hmm. letter ends yeah she's gonna attack the boy who is on top of jenny with a Mm -hmm. rock rock yeah i wish that she had a but if she had of it probably Mm -hmm. just would have gotten really bad. yeah um so then Rachel hasn't heard from Hannah since that last email and she's got Pete who keeps checking but nothing is coming in she's starting Hannah start or um Rachel's starting to feel a little like a pawn in Hannah's game and she's also mm-hmm. kind of a little bit worried about Hannah like in a way where because she hasn't heard from her recently like she's hoping that nothing has happened like nothing drastic Mm -hmm. has happened Mm -hmm. um because obviously hannah is troubled Mm -hmm. so then we find out that vince knox who is the tattooed guy who testified and also rachel met down at the um jetty beach yeah yeah and at the beach yeah um he he died in jail that name is from someone who died in jail so it sounds like he took the dead guy's identity 
which we later find out all about that, which I was very excited to have that mm-hmm. um, full circle. Cause I was like, who it? And when we first were introduced to this guy, I'm like, who is he? And he's he going to come back in? Cause I don't want just a random character. I was like, not for me. <laughs> he does. He comes back. He does. He certainly does. Um, we also find out that this Vince guy doesn't have a fixed address, but Pete found out from a charity worker um, that said that this that Vince often sleeps in a boat shed. And so Rachel pieces it together and she knows that this is the same place that Scott took Kelly down at the beach. So Rachel, classic, goes for a run. <laughs> Finger of course. She like of loves course her runs, she does. Right? Yeah, she really does love just doing whatever. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna go for a run and then ends up at the cemetery. Oh, how'd that happen? Weird. Ooh, I don't know. Weird. <laughs> so she goes for a run past the sheds, and one of them is open. She ends up going inside, and on the wall, there's like all these plastered clippings from or it's plastered with wall newspaper clippings from the Stoppler case. It's like obviously this scene was like obviously supposed to be like spooky but I just kind of was like blah 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 um she runs into Vince that's where he was staying obviously he's like super angry that she's there but he's preoccupied with a hurt seagull that he has wrapped in his shirt and he's worried about seagull obviously he wants it to get better um so then Rachel starts asking him about the um court case in his testimony and he says that every word of his testimony was true which is interesting because Mm -hmm. he's like he's like a guy who's got morals and Mm -hmm. you and the way that he's painted right now you're like he this isn't his identity he's covered in tattoos he's been to jail he's got these weird burns all over his body so you're thinking this guy's trouble and Mm -hmm. Like he, it looks like he was paid off by the Blairs. So you're like, this is, this is not adding up, but he's like, yeah. every word that I said was true, which we mm-hmm. find out later is true. It's just that yeah. he wasn't asked other, like he was, there was a lot that he was yes. omitting, but that he wasn't yes. asked it. So mm-hmm. it also seems like maybe he's a little bit um, like developmentally delayed, like mm-hmm. just based on what had happened to him. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah um hmm yeah maybe like not in an extreme way like I'm not no. gonna say like it's extreme but I feel like um he do- he doesn't like question as much as he maybe should and even like later on when we find out what happened it's like I think someone who is in a better state of mind would have done something he's in a different headspace that's for sure yes yeah um so then he tells her like I said that every word was true and that she should mind her own business about how he's connected to the Blairs and um he also tells Rachel that Greg Scott's dad threatened that if he didn't testify for his son he would bring up something that Vince did a long time ago and that was kind of how that got left off and you're like what did he do Yes. And at that point, I feel like you're kind of led to believe, like, is it Jenny? Mm-hmm. Like, he killed Jenny and Greg, mm-hmm. Greg knows. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Like, it was, anyways, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Setting yes, it yes, up yes. in a way where you're like, interesting. 
Rachel is describing the atmosphere in the courtroom. Um, the tempers are short and the mood is intense as they, as they near the end of the trial. Um, Dr. Braun, um, an expert witness is, um, called to the stand and he is, um, discrediting everything that the previous doctor, I'm pretty sure her name was Dr. North, um, had stated about how it was obvious that Kelly, um, didn't consent to the, um, like sex and everything like that. And Rachel's noticing that he doesn't really have much like evidence on what he's saying. He's Mm -hmm. just like confidently making claims. So the jury's like kind of eating him up and like hanging on his words. Um, I've written down here that Dr. North is literally an expert in her field, but this Mm -hmm. guy is so confident. Like he's just like stereotypical white guy. (laughs) Mm-hmm. yeah you know what I mean just like exactly Ooh. yeah yeah um and it is um told at this point that Kelly has to be back in court on Monday um there's no more waiting on her to be back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then ooh, detective Cooper this kind of like anyways um this part was kind of creepy, but then it doesn't end up being creepy. Um, Detective Cooper shows up at breakfast um, and she he tells um, Rachel that Mitch wants to talk to her. Mm-hmm. But she's like, well, why did you, why did he send you? Why couldn't he mm-hmm. come talk, tell me himself or talk to me himself? Mm-hmm. We find out that um doc, detective cooper is mitch's cousin um yeah, related. <laughs> yeah of course they are and i guess oh pete tells her that she he's like looking through all their emails but there's so many that it'll take him a while to get through all the emails and i'm like do they not have a search function yeah. in their email <laughs> like that watching. they could just yeah look up the hannah Hannah or (laughs) you know it's not hard but anyways um so the author just wanted to see how popular the podcast is yes yes 800 emails omg this was strange too that like detective cooper drove rachel out there but it's setting up that it's supposed to be like a little bit like oh is she gonna like get stuck out there is detective cooper like a bad cop sketchy decisions yeah yes and yeah yeah bad decisions all around usually um apparently he's working from home so detective cooper is going to drive her out there and she is questioning this but she gets in the car anyways um they're driving outside of like outside of town now and it's like the middle of nowhere um and she's like questioning they like turn off a road and then they see a jeep and then they are at his house yes and mitch just starts the conversation by like this meeting never happened essentially like yeah you can't talk about this <laughs> That's funny. 
yeah he's like i'm not allowed to talk to journalists this never happened she's like yeah mm-hmm. sounds good so she doesn't even ask about the case she first asks about jenny Mm-hmm. um she's which been trying then, to ask him right yes yes that's all she really wanted to talk to him about she just really yeah. doesn't care <laughs> well she she's does like, care but care like the podcast <laughs> but like what what podcast i don't, know I don't know even yeah. know podcast yeah. um what is a podcast she, <laughs> yeah i don't even know what that is um <laughs> oh so she asks about jenny and mitch admits admits to being her his first she's Jenny was his first crush um (laughs) and she then further asks about the summer Jenny died and why he leaves her flowers asks like if he killed her she's like noticing guilt on his face and he doesn't answer her um and then she finally says did you hurt Jenny so she just asks a bunch of questions and then finally um and he's not responding and finally he does say yes and he's the boy from the beach um he had heard a rumor that um kelly was quote unquote easy and he thought this was his chance um and he knows he went about it wrong and he knows that yeah he's devastated he's disgusted in himself so he left like right after to go live with his grandpa for the rest of the summer before school start mm-hmm. um and then obviously he's like well why are you asking about Jenny um and Jenny or Jenny and then Jenny comes back from the dead and says I was murdered <laughs> Rachel tells her tells him that um she thinks she was murdered and mm-hmm. he needs and she needs his help um specifically if he could help her get the autopsy report and more details on the cops who worked the case and he's willing to help in any way she needs obviously he's still regretful and remorseful about how things happened with mm-hmm. jenny yeah he says that um if she thinks that Jenny was murdered he tells Rachel that if it's true he'll reopen the case because he doesn't want to let Jenny down again Mm -hmm. which is sweet sad Mm -hmm. blah blah Mm -hmm. um oh and then Rachel or Mitch asks race Rachel for a favor um because they're he's trying to convince the Moors um that Kelly has to testify or Scott is going to walk free mm-hmm. um and Mitch also straight up tells her that he doesn't like the podcast and he doesn't like what she does <laughs> <laughs> at least he's honest yeah um and then Pete lets her know that Hannah did email burr, burr, burr. yes so then we get Hannah's email and she's explaining the rest of the story um she does talk about a few times in her separate emails like how this is difficult to sort of relive this and like write it down but she talks about how she's being carried away and by someone she doesn't know who and she can't get away and she can hear like beer bottles breaking and jenny crying and it's just awful um she recognizes when 
the person like kind of puts her down that it's Bobby from the truck and that he's putting her in the back of said truck. And at that point, she kind of realizes that Bobby is protecting her, like not trying to hurt her, which is very weird. Like I put so many question marks because I'm like, what? Like, what is even happening? Why why is he protecting her? Like, why? Mm -hmm. Why? Like, I was so confused. So then she's hidden in the back. um, Hannah is hidden in the back of the truck. He put like a um, like a a sheet or whatever over her Mm -hmm. and everybody gets into the truck. And then Jenny's tossed it into the back of the truck and sweet little thing. Bobby takes his shirt off and he tucks it around Jenny because she's whimpering. Mm-hmm. Um, which is sweet, but also like, mm-hmm. this is what I mean. I mean, I guess, I guess cat's out of the bag. We've all read it. We all know what happened, mm-hmm. but this is what I mean about him being like delayed somehow, because why wouldn't you be like, no, <laughs> like you could, you could literally stop this. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like why he's so kind that he takes his shirt off and he puts it around her. But why wasn't there any sort of action? Like, fuck you guys. This is wrong. No, I don't care who you are. Like they're obviously hurting this girl. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't add up in my brain. Yeah, I guess maybe I under, I totally understand that. And maybe with somebody who's like desperate to be, um, involved or like liked. Um, yeah, I remember that part about like Hope saying that he's the only one who like had something to prove because his dad mm-hmm. was a nobody or whatever. And like yeah. I get that, but like, where is the point? Because it, like yeah. I said, it seems like he's got morals. So where is the mm-hmm. point when it's wrong versus like right. you know it's wrong and you still go along with it? Like right. Mm-hmm. I feel like this could be yeah. a whole discussion, yeah, no. but it's just it's, it's totally. confusing to me. It's no, it is. So anyway, I just can't think of any other reason why. No. Other so, than for anyway. the book so that it all yeah. comes full circle. <laughs> other than because an author just made this up and he had to be there and be this way for the whole book to work. Exactly. You know what, Chateau? That's it. That's it for sure. I think I cracked the code. I figured it all out. Sometimes I forget that we're just talking about a book here. <laughs> when in doubt just say it's because the author had to say it because it makes sense in the end in the end all right so then he does the little tuck-in thing and I only mention this because it comes around Mm -hmm. so they get to the beach the boys are all very clearly very drunk um one of them says that they want to have another go and it's just like heartbreaking Mm -hmm. I hated it and then Bobby tells Hannah to run mm-hmm. because the other boys had like walked away or whatever. And she doesn't listen. And she like sneaks over to a phone booth because she's like, I'm, I'm going to call the police. So she doesn't have any money. So she is going to call the operator and then ask for the operator to call the police. And when she gets to the phone booth and she picks up the phone and she gets the operator and then all of a sudden the call is disconnected and there is one of the boys in the phone booth with her mm. I think he says something yeah. to her but I didn't write it down <sighs> and that's where the email ends yeah she's the master of cliffhangers but she is she's <laughs> good at like yeah she's a good at leaving a little cliffhanger 
Yeah. Keep or maybe you that's reading. just the author. Maybe I guess maybe the author, that's just know. the author. <laughs> um, she's just, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So then Kelly's parents agree to meet with Rachel and they meet at a beach because again, Rachel's on this secret ma- mission from Mitch to try to see if she can persuade the Moors to allow Kelly to testify because Mitch or yeah, Mitch thinks that the Moors respect Rachel more than they respect Mm -hmm. him because she's got more of like an outsider's opinion and not like not too many players in the game sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So they meet at the beach. Um, It seems that Dan and Christine, their views are obviously super divided. Dan is in it. He wants blood. He wants to see like justice. And Mm -hmm. Christine agrees with the therapist who advises against the testimony. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, usually that would be smart. I couldn't think like I was trying to put myself in this position, like between the mom and the dad about like, what is the right move? And it's very interesting because the author doesn't reveal what Kelly wanted to do. Yeah. Like there's no, it's Mm -hmm. never said like Kelly thinks she should testify or Kelly really doesn't want to testify because if we had have gotten that information, it's like, well, that's what's going on then (laughs) the end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you don't, I don't know if, I don't know. I'm assuming she probably didn't want to. I don't know. I'm assuming as well. Um, Yeah. But yeah. So then they ask Rachel what she thinks and she decides against sugarcoating it. And she essentially says like, hey, if Kelly doesn't testify, then Scott's going to walk. Like, that's just how this is yeah. going to go because they're going to throw out her initial questioning from the prosecution and then the jury won't be able to use anything that she said. And then there's no reasonable doubt. Like, she just spells it out to them. And so then Dan and Christine end up arguing and it's like awkward and there's a lot of um, like everybody walking away from each other. It just yeah. A really weird vibe. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I were Rachel, I would have been like, okay, well, um, bye. <laughs> like you two yeah. decide. I'm not just going to hang out. Yeah. But then they're walking along the shore at the beach and they end up at the jetty. And Dan mm-hmm. says how much he hates that place. So then I was like, light bulb. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what? Why? Same. Why, Dan? Same. Tell me why. <laughs> Same here. Same. And so then Christine t- tells Rachel that Dan had a really bad childhood and that his dad, who is also police chief, um, beat him so badly when he was 12 that he had a skull fracture and the hospital believed him because he was Isn't- a police chief. And yeah. the year prior, Dan's mom actually died by suicide and the medical examiner recorded as an accidental overdose because his dad was the police chief mm-hmm. <laughs> like why would you argue with him so we're mm-hmm. really this picture is being painted we're seeing oh it. yes there's there's big brush strokes it's all coming big together. big brush strokes yeah so then rachel gets the feeling that if dan makes kelly testify that their family and their marriage will be over because Christine's made it very clear that Kelly and her will be moving after the Mm -hmm. trial like they're they're moving and that Dan will be like staying behind to tie up loose ends but it doesn't really seem that way Rachel's really getting that feeling that this is like too much for them 
And then Mm -hmm. when they get back to the car, Dan's all like, I'm a baby. And he's like, tells Catherine that he's agree that he agrees with her and that Kelly will not testify. And at first I was like, that's so sweet that he would come (laughs) around. But then then I was like, why did it take all of this for you to to get there? Like, what what was Mm -hmm. what was going on? We now mm-hmm. know, but like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah. oh jeez. Um, so essentially, Rachel knows that the trial's over at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, she's back at her hotel and she's feeling restless and sad that Scott will go free. Um, and she knows that he's going to claim that he was a victim of false accusation. Um, and the Blairs mm-hmm. will smear Kelly's name and it'll always be like soil. Like her name will always be, she I said guess, mud, uh, mud. Yes. That's what yeah. I was like. Soil, mud. Soil. Um, <laughs> it's the same thing. Um, and then also Kelly's supporters will resent her for giving up. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like a lose, mm-hmm. lose, lose situation and Rachel is very Mm -hmm. much comparing this to Jenny like she's like yes that what happened with Jenny's name is gonna happen to Kelly like that's exactly gonna go Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then Rachel gets a feeling a very strong feeling that she's missing something um duh Rachel don't be dumb like why haven't you pieced it all together yet I have but Um, so she's going through all her notes and she's reading Kelly's testimony and she recalls the part where Jenny or Jenny wrong person. Um, Kelly was wrapped up in an old plaid shirt, tucked around, um, and tucked around her and it wasn't Scott's AKA Mm -hmm. Vince is Bobby is Bobby. (laughs) Vince is Bobby. Yep. Yep. And off she goes to track him down. Of course. Does she go for a run? Sorry. Yeah. She goes, oh, does. <laughs> she goes for Probably. a run. Yeah. She oh, puts fuck. her. No, it's literally, I literally wrote literally. Rachel gets her running gear on and runs down to the beach. Oh, fuck. <laughs> of course. Whenever you now, now, whenever yep. you and I need to do something serious, we should be like, I'm going for a run. <laughs> I'm going for a run. I'm putting my running gear on. Watch out. I'm going to go for a run. (laughs) It's time to go. Um, So she tracks Vince down um, and she knows he lied. Not too hard. No. Um, He knows, she knows he lied um, and that he's keeping quiet. Um, And then he divulges some information about the past and Mm -hmm. he claims that he drove the truck into the tree um and killed his two friends Mm -hmm. and then this is also when i'm like okay i know who the killer is Mm -hmm. because he yes and then he only he doesn't remember anything he doesn't remember anything at all because of this and, he's and only, only when he's been told exactly he only was remembers so what he sketchy. was told so yes so i start sketchy. and underline that and i'm like okay mm-hmm. this is a cover-up mm-hmm. by the police aka mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we know who's involved also though before that she calls him bobby mm-hmm. and yes, he's yes. like 
how do you know my real name yeah Yeah. and then she tells him like how she pieced it all together and Mm -hmm. then he asks for hannah's name but doesn't remember it but yeah yeah um also he's like trying to like threaten her but rachel like isn't backing down which i really liked because i think that that made him respect her a little bit yes for sure and i think like this girl isn't gonna go away (laughs) exactly and she did make a comment like um something about like keeping quiet and people like who are deserved to be punished and that kind of thing. And then he like goes off and she waits for him back at the beach and he comes for back two and hours. Just like, yeah. And then nods his head and saying like, yeah, I know I need to do the right thing and speak mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we find out, um, I don't know if you have anything before we go back into the no, um, trial courtroom. time, baby. Yeah. It's Monday. Yep. So, um, Elkins is looking dejected, um, not Vince, um, Dale's looking like happy, like, okay, everything's working out in my favor. Um, Kelly is definitely not coming back and judge Shaw, um, strikes her testimony from the record. Um, Mm -hmm. they throw it all out and, Mm -hmm um elkins asks to call a witness back and he wants to talk well first quinn first quinn asks that the case be dismissed oh yeah yeah which i mean it seemed like that might happen and Mm -hmm. then that's when elkins Mm -hmm. was like no i'd like to recall a witness Mm -hmm. and then they're like you can't do that and he's like oh no it was the defense's witness though like they're already on the list it's not like i'm doing something new and mm-hmm. then he, they hadn't rested, the defense hadn't rested their case so they can call him back. It kind of fucking yeah. worked. Yeah. Hee hee hee. Hee I was like stoked at that part. Yeah, me too. Um, so Vince, AKA Bobby Green, mm-hmm. did find Kelly and she was like, I guess having a nightmare and like whimpering, um, half naked on the beach. He thought Mm -hmm. that she was dead at first. Mm -hmm. Um, she was kept saying like, let me go, let me go. Um, he knows she was raped. Um, and he like wrapped her up, wrapped her up in his shirt, Mm -hmm. call back. Mm -hmm. And he thought that she would be scared if, um, she woke up and saw him because he knows he is quite intimidating. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. So then we are into the podcast episode 11. He said, she said, said, she said he's detailing what he saw. So it's his point perspective of the events that happened that night um, or that morning, should I say um, he recalled seeing bruises on her and he was scared like he didn't want to scare her so he hid in his shed and watched her from the slat like through the slats of the the shed Mm -hmm. um and he watches gross scott come over and like tell her to wash up and he's watching and he's like being gross yeah and, and he says he couldn't he couldn't call anyone because his phone was dead. And yeah. then also he spent so much time in 
prison that mm-hmm. he was kind of worried that if he took her to the hospital he'd be accused of doing it which I do understand that but I feel like your human morals should outweigh that Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know it is difficult to understand like his perspective and his yeah but then he's been through it so yes that is true um so then he is so matter of fact in it it's like amazing even when like Quinn cross-examines him and tries to tear it apart he's like yeah he's like no no and like well how do you know if you like couldn't hear anything because of the wind and you didn't hear her being raped but you could hear that she and he's like because he pinned her to the shed I was an inch away from her and he threatened her um to be quiet yeah, he's like yeah he's like I I know I know like this <laughs> I'm not lying. Yes. you can't poke holes yes. in a story that's true mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I do like that aspect of his like I guess personality or whatever that yeah. he just like yeah. tells the truth and the facts but yeah it is it is odd like his actions so then Vince's testimony was enough for judge show to judge Shaw rather to reject Quinn's request for dismissal. So mm-hmm. now it's up to the jury to decide. Haha, <laughs> Scott. OMG. And Quinn. <laughs> OMG. All right. So then we had another letter from Hannah. And she says, mm-hmm. I wrote a big LOL on this. She says she's been trying to respect um, Rachel's <laughs> boundaries by not leaving her intrusive letters. <laughs> like now, oh. now you are. <laughs> Of course, like, it's like after Rachel's like interested, she's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't, (laughs) maybe I should Mm -hmm. respect her boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, so then she wants to meet Rachel at the jetty, the Morrison's Point jetty tonight. And she says that in the letter that Anna knows who killed Jenny, um, Mm -hmm. and that Rick knows too, Rick, the old man who's dying Mm -hmm. and he's also dying. He's been given like two weeks to live or something. Um, and Hannah has decided that she wants to confront Jenny's killer and get a confession. Um, and then we go back a little bit to the night when, um, we had that Hannah had lost Jenny. Yes. And she explains how the boy who disconnected the call like drags her over to where Jenny is on the beach and honestly I don't even really want to like I didn't write Mm -hmm. down much of what was going on it was just super disgusting and Mm -hmm. awful um and a lot of threatening like towards Hannah and Jenny's worried about that and it's just gross um and then at this point Bobby's pissed and he tackles the boys and I was like yes this is what should have happened before they even got to the beach (laughs) like Mm -hmm. this should have happened a long time ago Mm -hmm. but then I I don't really know what happens but it seems like they may have thrown him in the fire he ends up in the fire they smell human flesh and they like freak out and they're like we need to take him to the hospital so then the boys leave this part's so fucking sad like Mm -hmm. so close you know what I mean like so close to getting away so Hannah's like we need to leave Jenny says she can't walk. She needs an ambulance. So Hannah can't, and she can't call them the payphone because the boy broke the payphone. So mm-hmm. she's like, you wait here and I'll be right back. And she runs to the ga- gas station. And then 
all we all know what happened when she got to the gas station and um rick whatever we know all that and then she goes back to the beach and jenny is gone and then the police Mm -hmm. find her in the water and she's dead which is Mm -hmm. really sad so then rachel meets hannah i don't think she went for a run this time i think it was a deliberate meeting (laughs) i think so too (laughs) geez louise shocking shocking i know i know so they're waiting for jenny's killer together it's the first time they'd met and like Mm -hmm. um rachel hugs hannah and then she tells hannah tells rachel that she wants her to be a witness and it's kind of spooky and so someone mm-hmm. arrives and they can see like the headlights and Rachel decides that she's going to like step back down the jetty so that she'll be in darkness, but she can still hear, but the person won't know she's there, which I was like, that's kind of mm-hmm. smart. Probably mm-hmm. like a good idea. Cause then yeah. you're not like showing all your cards at once. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and then she starts recording on her phone, which I was like, also a good move. However, also smart, yes. kind of irrelevant yes later but mm-hmm. um so yeah so then the guy comes and we don't know who he is I was yeah. like "Ooh, suspense because I just wrote this guy and you're like who is it and so he's talking about how they got in the truck to take Bobby to the hospital but then they realized that Jenny was a loose end because she could identify the boys and then they were thinking that they might get in trouble for Bobby and then it would be like double trouble so he decides to get rid of jenny Mm -hmm. yuck um and he goes back and he just drops her at the end of the jetty in the water cool Mm -hmm. like what a dick (laughs) like what a fucking Mm -hmm. dick Mm -hmm. and then hannah's all like you should go to the cops if you're actually sorry and he says that he won't be doing that and he pulls out a gun and he points it at hannah yeah and he's like there's no evidence he made sure of that and then Rachel steps out of the darkness and she said, who made sure of that? Ah! Do you want to take it from here? Um, sure. Um, yeah. We find out that it's Dan. Big surprise. Big surprise. Um, and he's telling her, like telling them to leave the past alone. Um, and then Dan's dad ended up helping stage it all mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they said that they like wanted to kill Bobby because he was also like a witness and um, he, they were all arguing in the truck and then they ran into the um, tree and he knew his friends were dead. Mm-hmm. And so he called his, called his dad and he's like okay this is what's gonna happen dan's dad helped um create an alibi he beat him up and that was why he was in a sling at the very beginning also Mm -hmm. but they also they also put bobby in the driver's seat and then set fire to the truck dan's dad's Mm -hmm. idea so that it would cover up bobby's actual burn yes exactly like ew Mm -hmm. and he lives through Um, that yeah he ended up getting away which yes Mm -hmm. um and then that would be also be why like the 
there was no like autopsy reports and mm-hmm. that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so turns out Dan is still shitty <laughs> because they mm-hmm. tell, he tells them to stand on the edge of the jetty, mm-hmm. um, and like has them held at gunpoint. Um, they, Rachel finally notices that Dan has left and mm-hmm. she goes to tell Hannah that he's gone and mm-hmm. she notices that she's not there anymore. So mm-hmm. I don't know if she actually, and I think that she says like, she doesn't re- really remember, like, did she slip? Did she like, couldn't hold on anymore? Or yeah. did she actually jump? Yeah, um, but then know. Rachel jumps in after her and ends mm-hmm. up saving her. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel's like spending her time with Hannah in the hospital. Oh, one sec, one sec. Oh, I just wanted to say that um, when that whole thing with Dan was happening, he's he told them that sometimes he thinks what happened to Kelly was punishment yeah. for Jenny. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, um, like, wow. Um, Could you imagine? No, no. Um, it's kind of like what we were talking about with Bear Town when like remember at the end when Kevin has his girlfriend or wife who's pregnant and then he tells her like what he had done because he sees um Maya do you remember that Mm -hmm. part like at the very Mm -hmm. end it kind of reminds me of that where it's like like how do you uh detach so much that you can have a child like a little girl Mm -hmm. and still function and do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel yeah, like that I don't, would be yeah. so hard. Like yeah, you, second, you raped yeah. and killed a woman, a girl, and then you yeah. have one, like you bring one into the mm-hmm. world. Fuck. It's yeah. It's, I don't know. The psychology behind that is interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is definitely what I was thinking. Once I figured, realized that it was Dan, I was mm-hmm. thinking like, how could he live his life knowing that he did this Mm -hmm. and like he was Mm -hmm. trying to say like blame it on his bad childhood and that he had turned to um like drugs and alcohol but like Mm -hmm. a lot of people have rough childhoods and aren't shitty people totally (laughs) they don't like rape and murder people when they're teenagers like exactly (laughs) yes multiple times not the murdering part but like anyways the raping part and, yeah. yeah and, and like the like assault and a child yeah even yeah. like ew and yeah. he not only they does that but he also kills two other people and then badly disfigures one who then mm-hmm. goes to jail thinking yes. their whole life that they killed two people like yes. wow. Yeah. wow 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 yeah, yeah scum oh fuck he's trash Chantel's uh, word trash trash <laughs> um Dan's on the run because trash he is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and yeah they're realizing that Russ orchest- orchestrated everything and I don't know if you have any other notes on that before we move on to the last episode yeah just the then I was like super confused about how suddenly the police were there I was like what yeah. why are the police here suddenly and then we it yeah. makes sense that um Rachel had like secretly texted Pete when Dan mm-hmm. pulled out the gun or whatever yeah, so that's yeah. why the police showed up and yeah blah blah oh and we also find out that Detective Cooper is the one 
who had to tell Hope that Jenny mm-hmm. was dead. Like it was mm-hmm. like full circle. And then he was sent yeah. away and it was obviously all Dan's dad's doing. Yeah. And it was just like, ugh, it's too much. It's yeah. too much. It's crazy. Like how, like I can see this, this, these things like actually happening. I guess I don't know. I don't know if it's because yeah. I listen or like watch true crime stuff, but like I can actually see like a police, a small town police um, Mm -hmm. precinct. I don't know if that's what they would be called, but like um, be so corrupt that Russ essentially can do whatever you want and get away with it. Totally. Just the power Um, trip of it all, I guess. Yeah. And I think, I feel like this book, I'm guessing, but it has like an American vibe to it. And I feel like the small, because it's different, there Mm -hmm. it would be like it's like how we have the opp and then like the north bay police like the towns got because then there's like state troopers and then there's like the town yes yeah you know what i mean so it would like you're saying it would be so much easier to just manipulate everybody like he's the police chief and even so so much so that there was no um autopsy report like there was Mm -hmm. nothing like it was all just there was nothing yeah Mm -hmm. there was nothing Mm -hmm. it was just an empty folder yeah it's exactly um and then we find out that the jury oh, has reached yeah. our verdict what's the verdict okay are you ready episode 12 yeah. the verdict so then we find out it took less than two days for the jury to reach a verdict which is pretty fast sometimes it takes forever mm-hmm. um and the jury has decided that they are finding scott not guilty for raping Kelly, but guilty of one count of sexual assault and two counts of sexual battery. So I was pissed. I was like, mm-hmm. is this for real right now? Like super pissed. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I find out, well, we do find out it's also American because it says right there, I wasn't getting an American vibes. I fucking knew. Anyway, <laughs> Deep we down, find out. You yeah. You know how I'm like, I'm so intuitive. I just I'm knew so it was American. <laughs> It's not that I read the whole book or anything and found out. It's just because I had those vibes. I just pick up on vibes. Watch out. I know everything. Uh, um, It's all that crystal healing that I do. And um, yeah, um, my chakras. Yeah, my chakras are all like aligned. They're aligned and um, stuff. I drink like moon water, like only eat spinach. So watch out and my crystals are all charged and my intuition and I is swallow bad. them I actually swallow them to make sure that my bowels are like fully vibe <laughs> like fully on par with good vibes only it's really fun only and then you good gotta vibes pick them out and only good into vibes. a colander <laughs> <laughs> too far too far you gotta keep them you can't, you can't flush them down the toilet I would <laughs> Okay, 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 Not okay. Not worth okay. it. So then, then we find out that in the state of North Carolina, rape requires deadly threats or the use of a wet weapon. So that's why the charges are laid the way they are, or the verdict is the way it is by the jury, because they didn't have proof beyond a reasonable doubt that there were threats or a weapon, even though mm-hmm. Vince said that there were threats, but his testimony was enough for the rest. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Yay. That's so good at least. Scott, yeah. So Scott is now a convicted sex offender. He'll be on the registry and he won't ever be able to swim competitively. 
good. good. Fuck you and your stupid fucking life. Bye. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. And then? And then we find out that Dan ended up killing himself, which Coward. pisses me off. Yeah. Coward. But maybe it's um, better he, for Kelly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, but uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's hard because he staged it to make it look like an ad, an accident. Um, and I don't know, like, I guess maybe at the time, like Kelly and because she doesn't know the whole truth and I guess maybe Mm -hmm. it's the lesser of two really shitty things that could happen, especially since it seems like Dan really, I don't know, advocated for her almost like mm-hmm. she was like mm-hmm. a protective figure in the situation. So I don't know what she's feeling and what her relationship is with her dad. So yeah. like, it's hard to be like, anyways, but like, she would probably be even more disgusted if he knew that if she knew that he was like Scott in the end, like, yeah, but worse, <laughs> like also, but, a worse. but yeah, also, a I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. We didn't really get any sort of resolve about whether or not the case will be reopened. Like, yeah, true. I don't know in terms of that. So if it's never reopened, then Kelly would never know, um, mm-hmm. which would probably be better for her, which is really shitty. Like, yeah. that's in terms of for Kelly, like that would be the yeah. better scenario. Mm-hmm. Of course. But I mean, if she does find out and he's killed himself, like, that's just gonna be bananas anyway yeah. for kelly sucks yeah. for kelly no matter what yes just losing your dad like that's awful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> um and then so mitch and rachel catch up mm-hmm. and mitch fills her in about like that there was no autopsy report like it was pretty mm-hmm. much just cleaned up nice nicey nice like nothing is there mm-hmm. about jenny mm-hmm. um and then rachel kisses mitch I know on the cheek, <laughs> which was, I thought was strange. Like, why did they put that in there? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Um, then she, there's a storm coming. She's trying to like get out of town quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. she's getting phone calls, but she's like letting them go to voicemail. Um, she's like sick of people seeing the bird being like tapped at. So she goes into mm-hmm. the office and like has a talking to the manager mm-hmm. and she tells uh, ma- tells the manager what she wants is how it was yes <laughs> yes and she's um got a voicemail from pete saying that he's found a new case and that he's ready for season four and she deletes it which i'm like mm-hmm. is she done and then she also has another message from cynthia blair saying that she obviously doesn't care about the truth and which i thought she's was only... kind of irrelevant yeah from, like you didn't really need that like, mm-hmm. I don't really and that she's only in it was. yeah same here i'm not under i'm not sure what the purpose of the other yeah anyways and she's only in it for the fame and the money and she got her ratings from scott mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then at the end wait wait oh there's that whole chunk about how she went to the jetty before she leaves oh sorry and she yes. throws <laughs> flowers into the water with hannah mm-hmm. and hannah mm-hmm. apologizes to rachel she feels like she manipulated her for the confession blah 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 
And then we also find out that Cooper told Bobby that it was never his fault for the accident. Yes. And he like bawled his eyes out, which is good. I was happy about that. Cause yes. I was like, what's going to happen to Bobby? Like what? Hmm. maybe that he needs to know. He needs to know. And then also there's like now a fucking plaque on the jetty commemorating Jenny, which I was like, not enough, not enough, no. <laughs> not no, enough. I don't want a fucking plaque. <laughs> yeah. Open the case. Like, don't give me a plaque, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's stupid. And a waste of money. Cause they're really expensive mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. True. Okay. And then this is how the book ended. Please. Yes. Yes. How was that? Tell, tell us no you tell us because it was your thought okay. in the beginning you were worried about the bird I know and then at the end Rachel has taken the bird and it's in the back seat she's taking it home it's her bird and now. it's happy it's happy it's in happy. the back yay so as we were talking I'm wondering the symbolism of the bird setting the bird free her deleting mm-hmm. those voicemails maybe she mm-hmm. is quitting the podcasting yeah yeah, like that's what I was free. Yeah, mm-hmm. or maybe Jenny's finally Hannah set free. Yeah, symbolism voicemails. What's the fucking point? Double of entendre. I don't know. Smart people words. Like, I, I was kind of hoping she'd like let the bird like free, free. Mm-hmm. But then it's probably yeah. good that she didn't because a storm was coming. But yeah, I'm a little worried about the bird. I hope it sings again. I hope so too. But Night swim part two. Yeah, it's all about the bird. <laughs> it's, all, it's just a bird. It's the whole story, but from the bird's perspective, yeah. the bird was actually on Hannah's shoulder the whole night. Oh, spooky, and spooky food, spooky food, <laughs> spooky food. The bird's the one that brought the spooky food. He's like, <laughs> turns out I the know. bird's name is Hannah, and it's super <laughs> smart, and it writes with its little claw, and yeah, like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah deliver stuff oh yep. my goodness all right what did you rate it <sighs> everything up until the last bit was really good I liked that and then the mm-hmm. end was like meh four mm-hmm. four I was thinking like 3.5 yeah I feel yeah. like it, I'm I feel like it's the same as the last one we read like I'm happy I read it but I wouldn't like rave about it and recommend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for someone to like put it at the top of their stack like put it on yeah. your tbr but like yeah get to it when you get to it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but it was easy to yeah. read for sure no it was good and i found this one kept me like wanting to read ahead more than mm-hmm. the last book we read um i don't know if it's yeah. just because i like the more like detective type mm-hmm. aspect of it like mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. No, no, no. Same. I think it's like, yeah, meh. Meh. The ending was kind of like lackluster in my eyes. Yeah. I think we've ruined we've ruined it because Firekeeper's daughter was really good. I know. We should have never read that book. I know. Just kidding. That book was it so was, good. I feel like that's what everything that I'm like yeah That's like probably my number one book for 2021. Yes. So like everything yes. is just like being compared to it in my eyes I know right same here Mm. like yeah I was actually thinking about that last night like when I was trying to figure out where I would rate none of the above I was like well it's not firekeeper's daughter or five little Indians it's good and it's like a great perspective to read from just to educate yourself and Mm. open your horizons and your mind but like Mm -hmm. it's not 
any of the it's not these two books which I'm like holding in high regard nothing has been able to touch that I know it's so weird it's like weird how you ruin yourself sometimes like sometimes I just won't rate books on Goodreads because I'm like Mm -hmm. I don't that's too much pressure I don't want to rate it too much it's too much pressure (laughs) it is what it is if you really like it then I'm happy for you and if you don't like it I'm also happy for you (laughs) yes if you didn't finish it after 100 pages it's okay yeah (laughs) I'm not worried don't go back to it it's all good I don't care okay it's okay (laughs) all right well that was fun that was fun that was a fun book hopefully what did everybody else think when yeah, did you find out that know. it was Dan? When, yeah, when did, did you, you find realize? out? Uh-huh. When did you realize? When did you realize it was Bobby? I wish... I found out one day, day sooner. Yeah, I wish that Greg had have done it and not Me... Dan. Yes, same here. Yes, same I here. Really and like, yeah, I really would have liked the whole like apple doesn't fall from far from the tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it would have just felt even more satisfying that Scott was convicted because it's like, yeah. And then like, it would have been sweet if they had have like also then done a trial for Greg and he went to jail and everybody goes to jail. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like a family affair, but jail. (laughs) jail. Um, And like, I don't also remember when they were like talking about all the developments and they're like, it was a Blair family. Yeah. retirement whatever and yeah. I don't know if yeah. she was trying to like lead you that way but like, I don't think, think she did they... yeah. yeah I just feel like she like that was her only like steering the way that you're like being like oh maybe it was Greg or whatever Definitely. yeah I feel like that was the only like little like push in that direction like she could have gone mm-hmm. deeper into that I agree uh, yeah I agree but maybe she didn't I don't know. know. Maybe she was just trying know. to establish how like prominent the Blair family is, but it's true. true. That it was a Blair family build from how like I don't know, whatever. It is what it is. It's done. It's done now. It's done now. And now we're gonna read the Rose Code. I hope it's good. I'm a little worried. I'm gonna oh, be honest. Okay. What if I hate it? Well, I hate then it? I don't think it's gonna be as bad as the innocence. So I think we're gonna be okay. <laughs> What if I want to stop reading it after a hundred pages? How does that work? Do you just oh, talk sh- about it and I just listen? I, I can just tell you what happens, but I don't do a very good job. Sometimes like you fill in yes, little details. No. no, you do a great job. Anyways, well, I guess we'll see. Maybe you won't want to read it and I'll just have to talk for an hour by myself. <laughs> you just be like, okay, so here you go. And it will just Here's be me being like, I'm super intuitive. So I knew this. Um, and then me just laughing about my own stupid jokes. <laughs> Are you guys ready for that? <laughs> Caitlin's Worse. taking over. Yeah, take over. All right. Okay. So we'll see you. I haven't divided the um rose code yet, but we'll do that on look the at, gram. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Look you. at the IG. Okay. Goodbye. See you're done. Okay, bye. Okay. I'm leaving on a jet on plane. On a jet plane. You know when you'll be back again. I better oh, see something <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. 
If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you. Now in its second season, listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce, battling call-out culture, questioning our ideas about masculinity, and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.